All right, welcome to week one of the Coaches Show. We did do a preseason show last week, we but I'm not going to call that week one. And I know if everybody's as excited as I am, they're ready for week one. We've got Lauren yeah. tomorrow night here at Pratt. Um, and we couldn't do Coaches Show without, obviously, the head coach, Brent Holting. So, Brent, I uh, appreciate you coming in, yeah. uh, sitting down with us. I know you're a busy guy this time of the year, so the fact that you take 30, 40 minutes out of your week to come in and do this with us, uh, it's greatly appreciated. And also... Austin McNorton, the voice of the Greenbacks that you hear on Let's the radio, uh, and Beaver Sports also. So, yeah, he's a, he's a busy guy, too. So thank We're you both of you guys for coming in and doing this. Um, it's a lot of fun. Well, good, good. I try to do my best to make it fun, you know? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, sometimes I don't know. But, yeah, you know, well, I mean, we it's, wouldn't It's do fun it. to talk about our kids. We have good kids. We do have good kids. Got a good program, good kids. Uh, let's start there. Good kids, uh, offseason. So we covered a little bit in last week's show, but – it's not going to hurt to retouch on some of it, but um, take us through a little bit of the offseason and kind of uh, where we're at, you know, coming into tomorrow's game. You know, I think year two, you're always further ahead. Um, offensively, we're able to install a lot more. Um, I feel like we've gotten, you know, even some of the wrinkles we put in at the end of last year, we've got most of those in, and then we've got some stuff, you know, some wrinkles this year that we put in already, a um, little, little further ahead on that. I've got one that, that Austin's really going to like on Friday night. Preview for you. Oh, um, thank you. Um, is it one that I'm going to be able to follow, or is it going to be a ghost play? That I'm like, who has the football? That's the thing. Well, we'll I feel like after year one, maybe we've got the ghost <laughs> play down, but I don't know if we do. Um, um, so I feel like we're a lot farther ahead in that aspect. You know, we got a lot of returners. Um, you know, obviously losing Sam really hurts us. You know, he was he's our leader on defense. And how many? Sorry, how many seniors overall. do we have coming back this year? We got twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, and how exciting is that for you? Because this is your first true senior class that right. you've seen since freshman. And, and how exciting is that for you as a coach right. and for them to say, all right, hey, we've gone through this three years right. now. It's fun. I, I think it's fun. You develop those relationships with kids. Um, you know, I think it gets better every year when you, when you get to spend time. And I'm fortunate enough that, you know, they've all taken weights. So it's not like I have a class where they take once and then I just see them on the ball fields. I see all of these kids every day for four years. So uh, you get to develop some close relationships. You know, these, these kids are, are like family to me, like sons. And, and hope every every kid knows that that goes through our program. And that's we kind of preach that. And we try to live that. And so it's special. And I'm looking forward to these guys having to pay off of four years of hard work. What uh, So you, Lorna's got, what I say before, Austin, 10 seniors coming in. Yes. Um, is, is what it looked like. Um we played Larned. Usually, we always open up with Hoisington Week One. This is kind of an anomaly that we that we haven't opened up with Hoisington. Um, so a little bit of change in the schedule there. What uh, any you know game plan going into Larned that you know maybe a little bit different or played them Week Four last year? Yeah, was that right? Four. Played them Week Four. Yeah. Um, now I'll probably get myself in trouble for saying this, but you know everybody's like, "How's Larned? How's Larned?" And you can almost universally say, oh, "Larned's Larned." And everybody knows what you mean. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. No, I'm not going to make you. But I'm just saying that, you know, from a hometown guy, yeah. uh, everybody kind of knows what that means. And I don't want to give any bulletin board material out there to Lorna, but it's a big rivalry. Know. Yeah, it is a big, it's a big, it's a big rivalry. Um, but uh, people know what I'm talking about when I say that. They, they, are, they are athletic. They've got some really good skill kids. They can run. Um, you know, watch, watching their, their tape from last week. They like to get to the edge. They like to run double moves, uh, wheel routes, stuff like that, throw the ball, uh, naked screens, quick screens in the flat. And they, they want to get their athletes out in space and, and, and let them run. You know, and then we're, we're kind of the opposite now. I think we have some athletes I like to get in space, but, but we like to 
pound it, pound it, pound it, and then and try to break something and hit you with a long one. Um, so it'll be an interesting matchup of styles on Friday night. What are some of the challenges with uh, playing your rival in week one where mentally you're saying, all right, we're ready because it's our rival, but then saying, well, normally when we play them, we have a couple weeks under our belt, where now you're saying, mm-hmm. week one, we got to be ready because it's such a heated matchup. You know, I think the difference, and obviously in year one of the offense and everything, and and I, I thought that the way our kids had attacked the process in the weight room that we had a chance to be pretty decent last year, um, but I didn't know, you know, coming off mm-hmm. of the two seasons we had before, new offense, um, and, then, and then I thought the Dodge City Jamboree last year when we played Dodge and really really played with them really helped our kids' confidence, and, and then obviously beating Hoisington like we did week one just kind of sent it soaring, and, and we took off from there. Um, I think our kids this year, I think going into the year, the expectations are different. I, I, I hesitate to say that. It's an every week thing, but, but I think our kids understand what we can be. If, you know, health willing and, and all that, we're not crazy deep. But I, but I also think I really like our skill kids where we're at. We're much faster than we were a year ago. We're bigger up front than we were a year ago. Um, you know, we've definitely got to replace some key pieces defensively and, and especially with with uh, Sam Sam getting hurt because he was kind of our brains in the middle linebacker. But I think our kids have embraced the expectations this year. And so it's not a week one thing. It's a week whatever. It's let's go. Let's get the season started. And, and we're excited. And we're ready to play. How much were you able to have that let's go mentality not having to install a new offense this year. You know, last year was kind of like, let's go, but we've got to learn a lot to get going. Uh, how much having that year of that offense under your belt kind of jump-started you into, you know, really what you wanted to do, you know, from schools out through the summer? Well, I think it's huge. Uh, you know, and then we were able to go and, and play the Fort Hayes camp, which we didn't get to the year before because we couldn't have our offense installed in time. We had it early, the padded camp, and I thought that was big in our, for our confidence. You know, we had a, played a lot of good teams there. And I think it's big because because now year two they're starting to understand the why behind stuff, not just hey we're running this this is what we do. Why are we doing this? Why are we blocking it like this? Uh, and you know how does this work? How does it all fit up together? You know we pull so many people, we send so many people different ways. What are we looking for? And and then also when you've played in it, um, you know you guys know we we didn't really see the same defensive front any two weeks in a row. I mean teams throw it's almost like throwing darts at a dartboard sometime. Like man, what are they going to throw at us? Um, and I think that's why with this offense and, and me and your two calling it, you got to be patient and take what they give you um, and, and keep calling it and keep taking advantage of what they give you. And then when they adjust to that, something else comes open. You know, and I, I think it's a matter of our kids getting more comfortable. I think we're more comfortable and I think it's been good so far. Coach, you're more comfortable. Your players are more comfortable. However, the opposing sideline is maybe potentially more comfortable sure. because last year we're facing against the Indians. The first time the Greenbacks touched the ball, Johnny Martinez took it 60 yards into the end zone. Larned will be ready now this time because they've seen it and they can go back to last year and look at it even more than they could last year. And we talk to our kids about that, that every year you know, we run it faster. You know, Everything, okay. graphics, everything, it just goes smoother, it goes faster. The more reps you get – um, the, the angles, you better understand the angles. And, and, I, and I do agree that that's true. You see it, okay, we face this, they like to do this. But, but then that's why I think, you know, we try to tweak some stuff we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what gave us trouble last year? How do we combat that? You know, a few new calls. And then also doing what we do well. It's, it's one thing to see it, and, and I think that's what makes this offense hard is it's really hard for your scout team to duplicate in practice. You know, it's really hard to get to right. duplicate when you get a few days and, and then all of a sudden when you, the speed with, with which we hit the edge, hit the hole, hit everything with, comes at you at a different pace and, you, and sometimes you're slow reading. Um, so, so that's what we rely on. We, we want to run it. We want to execute and, and we'll see what happens.
Uh, speaking of seeing what happens, you know, when we talked to you last last week uh, in the preseason show, you guys were heading into that jamboree at Dodge City. Um, what did you guys learn there? I know last year going to that Dodge City, I think you guys fumbled the first three snaps. of the, yeah. And then a little bit, that's the new <laughs> offense. Did. Oh, for sure. I didn't see a single bad snap I this either. year no. at Dodge City. And that just goes a little bit to speak of, you know, just how much more efficient a year of that offense sure. under your belt is. What did you guys learn out there in Dodge, um, you know, that was like, okay, this is, you know. I, I think one thing. That's going to be exciting this year is I think um, we can throw the ball much better overall than last year. You know, I think what would we hit five, six um, out of 36 offensive plays, deep balls um, for touchdowns. I, th I think we've got some some kids who can run this year. Like I said, really improved um, in the weight room, um, improved 40 times. We track them all throughout their career. You know, you talk about this, me and my first group of seniors, we were looking at Jair and Johnny and some of those guys, uh, their 40 times, you know, where they started. You know, Jair started at a 5'4". Now he's a four seven. Uh, you know, Johnny started a five two three. Now he's a four six. Um, wow. You know, and 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 seeing the work that they've put in over the last four years and how it's paying off, and they're they're quicker, more explosive. So I think that's one thing. Uh, I thought we ever get the passing game rolling, and I think that complements us so well because everyone sucks up so so close to the line of scrimmage because they feel like they have to. And then I thought I was really really proud with how physical we ran. I, I thought we finished off runs physical. That was something I didn't know. Hadn't, hadn't seen yet in live action, right. and I thought I thought physicality-wise, you know, I I thought we kind of took it to, and, and I think Dodge City's coach said as much, kind of took it to Dodge City um, physically, and, and that was really good to see that, that we faced 6A school, didn't back down, and, and we kind of took it to them and kind of did whatever we wanted offensively on the ground, and that was, that was really encouraging for me. And because physicality is kind of your team's mantra, if you will, but now one of the most physical backs in the entire state, Enoch Walton, right. He's moved on, and so now Carson Haney, he only had 40 pass attempts all season, but now he's maybe more in a run role, and so how is he handling that now as kind of being the guy? Man, I, I've been really, really proud of Carson and, and just his leadership, the way he stepped up this year and, and led and, and kind of been that calming influence in the huddle. That stuff's going crazy, mm -hmm. and, and, and Carson's got that calm demeanor about him. Um, he's been staying really poised. And he's done a great job getting everyone. He's a smart kid. He's very football smart, getting everyone in the right spot. He knows the offense really, really well. Um, so I can tell Carson about anything, and, and he can tell everyone what to do. So I think that's been huge. Uh, he feels more comfortable in the pocket, you know, footwork, everything. Um, and when Carson's one of those, when he's on at quarterback, you know, he's really on. He, he's going to put it there. And, and then combine that with Max, who also throws the ball really well. We've got two backs this year. We can snap it to either. They can either both run. They're both explosive running the ball and we'll finish runs. And then they can both really throw the ball and then combine that with, you know, the speed we have with Justice, Johnny, Jair, all those guys. I, I feel like we've got a potent mix offensively where we can do some things. Yeah, and mix that with the big front line that we've got right. this year. Um, you know, you mentioned it before we got started that, you know, Drake and uh, and Johnny both had, had been named two of the top 25 players to watch in 3A. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Drake leading that line. Uh, maybe not you not the leader, but you know he was kind of returning with uh, some honors from sure, last year. Sure, Re returning um, first team. Yeah. League so yeah. Uh, yeah, how big a role are those guys going to play up front? Huge, huge. I mean, I mean, you know, Johnny. Obviously, you guys know what he can do last year. You know, he's kind of lightning in a bottle, kid, and and you know he's been battling a little nagging ankle injury, so we hope that heals up. He looked pretty good at practice today, uh, but but he's that, and you know he's a lot faster and more explosive this year, and then. I think what people don't realize about him is how strong he is. You know, we've talked about this. He's a he's 150 pounds, and you know he squats 385 and benches 250 and cleans 260 or so. Like he's a really strong kid, 
Um, you know, and and he's he's just kind of one of that kid that and he and he goes from zero to sixty really really fast. So he's our home run hitter. Um, and then Drake, you know, he's a three year starter. He's he stabilizes us up front. You know, we ask him to play that outside tackle position, which is like the the focal point of our offense. And in a way, that's the kind of the nexus. Mm-hmm. You know, if that guy gets beat consistently, there's not a whole lot we can do. And and Drake's embraced that role. Um, you know, he's up to he's I think about six two, two eighty, two eighty five now. Um, big kid, but he can move. He can move for a kid his size. And so Drake's done a good job, gotten away from him. He's gotten much, much stronger. You know, I think all all five of our offensive linemen squatted four hundred pounds or more. Um, you know, being this That's a big front. And, right. Yeah. That's a big front. Um, you know, our smallest lineman is is I think two twenty, two twenty five, but they're but they're strong. Very, very strong kids. And uh then we've got three of them over two fifty. So so uh we feel good about where they're at. We feel good about how physical they are. You know, we're still fine tuning technique stuff all the time. But we've we've got a bunch of kids up there that they like to go out and get after you and they like to go hit people and wear on them for four quarters. Coach, the offense sounds really exciting, but moving to the other side of the football, the loss of Sam Bergner, how has kind of the offseason been knowing that probably one of the number one defensive playmakers in the entire state is no longer on the roster? Yeah, it's tough, and it's really tough. I mean, it's tough for our football team, but it's tough for Sam, you know, and that's that's the hardest for me um, just because, man, their kids aren't better than Sam Bergner. They're, there's not a better kid. You know, he is a fantastic young man in, in every sense of the word, and, and so – that was tough on a personal level too, um, just knowing how hard Sam has worked. And and when you point to a kid, and Sam will tell you this is freshman year, we're like, oh man, where are we going to put this kid to play? And and then you know his junior year, he kind of stepped up and said, I'm I'm taking this middle linebacker role. And then by the end, he's playing it really well. And then this summer, he was playing absolutely fantastic and on the tackle. I mean, he was playing awesome. Uh, he'd grown into the role, he'd filled it. Uh, he's gotten a lot more athletic, stronger. And then he just knew the angles, you know, that stuff that comes with experience and how to wade through things, and, and he's really smart, got everyone lined up. So so uh, tough, very tough personally for him. Um, but I know he'll bounce back. He, you know, he's a great kid. He's a tough kid. And and tough for us, you know, offense. But to me, our defensively, but that means someone's got to step up. You know, we got to have people step up. Injuries going to happen. We're dealing with a lot of injuries right now. So once you get your opportunity, go step up and make the most of it. Who are some of those kids that are going to have to step up? I know it looks like maybe Tay Wilson's going to get some playing time there in that secondary, and uh, Grayson Mandel, or um, some of those guys that may be a little bit green on that, you know, defensive secondary. But you know, what do you expect from some of those younger kids that yeah. have kind of got slotted into that role, maybe not by choice, but just necessity? That's yeah. like, hey, buddy, you know, we need you. Yeah, we've got several of those kids. Like you mentioned, Tay, Tay and Grayson. I think those are two kids that are going to figure in the mix prominently um, in the secondary. Uh, middle backer is the one where we've just and we've we've had the the injury bugaboo. You know, we had Sam go down, and then Jack Barker's injured right now, and then Adrian Juarez got injured last night. And I thought he had a really great jamboree. He had a great um, jamboree. Yeah, was incredible. We were both he like, did. "Who is this kid?" Yeah, and and he can kick the heck out of the ball. Unfortunately, we're not gonna be able to see that maybe Friday or maybe for a couple weeks. He 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 got hurt last night, so you know uh, mm. Justice Tatro's filling in there right now, and, and Adam Uni. And those kids. So, and then of course we've got a lot of a lot of new kids up front, D line wise. You know, we've got Kirell and Max and Carson back at backer and Johnny and Jay are back. Uh, so, so I think I think it's just a matter of learning and consistently taking good angles. You know, we talk about angles a lot and, and how to play through traffic and and reading your key and coming down hills, making the right steps, um, making the right reads, getting us in the right call, getting us in the right front. You know, whether it's uh, Rip or Liz or whatever we're doing. So. I think that's a learning process, and our kids, to their credit, have, 
have been working really hard. We're not there yet, but but I think it's something that that Friday night we got a lot of leaders that are going to step up and help them, and and you know we'll get through it. Coach, that might be the theme throughout the season is is players stepping up because um, injuries happen in football, and clearly they've already happened before the season has even begun. How do you attack that though, knowing that this is not a very deep team? Yeah. Uh, it's you know compared to last year. So how do you attack that week in and week out in practice and looking at one of the toughest schedules in the entire state of Kansas? Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be battle tested. Uh, you know that's tough. That's a good question because. Um, our brand of football relies on physicality. Right. You know, I preach physicality a lot. Um, so, so I think it's balancing that physicality, knowing when we can go after it, um, when to back off of them, you know, try to listen to kids a little bit. How's their body feeling? Are they beat up? Um, you know, because I think the more tired they get when they try to go hard, that's when your injuries occur a lot of times. Now, some of them are freak injuries, and we've had a few of those so far. But some of them are, you know, when, when you're tired, when you're exhausted, your footwork's not the same, you don't do stuff. So so trying to back off, I think that's the balance you try to strike. Try to make sure kids are getting rested, getting iced up, doing all the things they can to take care of their body. And then I think it's on me as a coach to know, man, we're, we're really struggling. Let's back off today, you know. Okay. Some of those, you know, restrictions and guidelines and backing off and knowing, you know, what you know personally, how have the new, uh, you know, for I don't know, everybody out there watching, Keisha imposed some new uh guidelines this year or laws or rules i don't know what you call them coming down from the top like that uh yeah. but uh they've gone got a new standard there with when you can practice how much you can practice yeah. um i'm not going to speak negatively about them because it doesn't benefit or disadvantage yeah. anybody it just is what it is right. um everybody's got to adapt to it but how how have you guys had to adapt that new what is it the wet bulb wet bulb thermometer, wet bulb thermometer yeah, for it, it, can you explain that a little bit for anybody yeah. that's watching that doesn't i, I don't know, know if what I it is it and, measures and Humidity, wind, uh, I think it measures atmospheric pressure, temperature, and then not just air temperature, ground temperature. Um, so the one hard thing for us is, you know, that turf is awesome, but turf is hotter. It, that's um, forced you guys to alter your practice a little bit yeah, because of that turf. Either in the mornings, knowing. So we just kind of look at the forecast, kind of, kind of get. Now we're starting to get more of an idea of if it's going to be this hot, this humidity. It's kind of, kind of be here, you know, or. Or if it's going to be so, so we've kind of made determinations based off that. We haven't haven't got stuck yet. We've tried to practice after school lately, and and haven't got hit with a, you know, there's there's degrees. Black means no practice at all. You can't practice until it cools off. Red is an hour, no pads, just helmets, and then orange is two hours. We've been in it a few times, but that doesn't count water breaks. So so which is about what we run, and then um, you know anything below that is is whatever. Just you know, I use caution. So I think we've looked at it ahead of time. Hey, what's going to be, you know, those days when we said it's going to be 98, 99, going to be hot. We went in the mornings. Um, you know, we kind of asked kids, hey, what do you want to do? You want to go to mornings? You want to wait till evenings? And I think now it's starting to get cooler. But, you know, at the beginning of the season, yeah, it, was hot. It, it didn't matter. at 7 yeah. o'clock. It wasn't cooling off. So yeah. we went in the mornings. We're like, we can't lose a day of practice because the big case of guidelines that, that I think are, are much more stringent or uh, you have to have, had to have nine practices to play in the Jamboree. So we had a couple of kids that couldn't just because they were dinged up or whatever, missed a couple. Now, how many does that – out of how many? So you're saying nine we out practiced, of – it's practiced – it's days, not practices. So we hmm. actually practiced Saturday the first week. You can't practice Sunday, and that only leaves you ten. So kids can only miss one. Well, that doesn't um, leave you much wiggle room. Right, though, and it? then it's, it's 12 before the first game. Um, and we've got a couple kids who – We've, almost everybody, we've got two kids left. If if they practice tomorrow, they'll have their 12. Um, okay. so, but they have to practice tomorrow. If something would happen and they wouldn't, then they would not be able to and play it's just on Friday. No night. exceptions. Right, right. 
um, and, and it's days, like I said. It's not it used to be team practices. So many team practices before. Uh, now it's it's per kid, and so you have to monitor that and keep track of that. And so that's made it a little different. That's made it a little harder instead of just saying, yeah, we're going to have this many as a team. We're good. You know, kids are healthy. They're ready to go. They're ready. Now they had to have their – they had to be wearing full pads by then, have to have enough practices to be in that, but that was only like five. Um, is, is there any adjustment – when you have to switch from that from the turf with all the lines and the hash marks and the versus going out to Southwest and and practicing on that field, yeah, can you yeah, still pretty I mean, get a get a pretty yeah. good efficient practice? I in? think so. I think so, except for some of our whiners because the the dust and the grass. But uh, <laughs> that's what I grew up. That's, that's what we grew up on was yeah. that practice field. Yeah, they don't they don't love. Yeah, they don't know how lucky they are. I tell right, them all the right. time. My my practice well my game field, which was also our practice field where I grew up was the outfield of our baseball field. So it wasn't crowned. So the water set there. So by mid-season, it was like falling on concrete. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you guys don't know how lucky you are to get this turf every day. <laughs> so so we're pretty spoiled. Um, but no, I don't think there's anything significant. It's not like we're we're not spreading it out to the hashes. We're not, you know, yeah, we're right, going right. to line up and, and we're going to do what we do no matter where we're playing <laughs> the field. So Yeah, so I look back at I don't know much. how we practiced on that now. So, you know, what you guys practice on now, I don't yeah. know how we got any, you know, steps down or no win. Yeah. You know, there was nothing out there. It's just a... Well, I will say Chris does a great job out there. You know, Chris Batten, our junior high coach, you know, he striped it and lined it and, and he there tries you to go. take care of it. I know he's watering it this week. Chris does a great job, takes a lot of pride in that. So so it's, it's you know, a lot of teams have it worse. Yeah. He's going to feel sorry right. for us. We just got to get tough. We have to go out there. We'll be fine. How much do you rely on on some of the seniors you've been mentioning, Carson Hamey, Easton Rector, J.R. Johnson, some of these guys for Friday night because game speed is completely different yeah. than – what you guys practicing, even in brutal conditions like we've been discussing, sure. how much do you rely on your seniors once the fourth quarter gets there to be like, all right, the adrenaline's weared off from right. facing a rival first Friday night. How much do you rely on them to say, we got to keep going? Yeah, I think I think that's where mental toughness comes in. And we talk about that all the time. Like, how bad do you want it? It's it's easy to talk about how good you want to be. But but when the chips are down and in the middle of the table and, and it's going to require some sacrifice and a little bit of uncomfortableness and some pain – are you willing to push past that? Are you willing to push past your comfort zone and and dig deep and not get lazy with your footwork and dig deep and, and play your rear off every play? And I think that's where that comes in. We talk about it all the time. Um, you know, and I think with our senior nucleus, hopefully that's not a problem. Kids challenge each other in the huddle. You know, it, it shouldn't have to come from me. It comes from a kid. You know, we, we tell them all the time that, that there's two things I can't coach, attitude and effort. You know, you give those two things in great quantities and great things will happen. And I think our kids do that, and I think our kids will be ready for that. And, and generally, they're competitors. They'll be ready to go. You know, you mentioned uh, Chris Batten earlier and just some, some of your coaches. What are any new coaches on the staff this year? Any any losses from last year? Any new additions yeah. this year? Or so, so, um, be curious to, yeah, yeah let you know who's, who's on the staff this year that maybe I've, wasn't. I've been, I've been blessed that, you know, we've had great staff continuity since I've been here. But the one we lost, uh, Lance Sorensen, you know, he took a job closer to family in Nebraska. So we lost him. And then Parker Titus, who's – is in his second year. He's a he's a kind of technology business teacher um, at the high school. He's he's over here. He's from Hugoton. Young has a family. They have a daughter. So we're really excited to have him on staff. You know, he's done done a great job so far. Um, he comes in and Lance was kind of a technology guy. He replaces it because they all know I'm a dinosaur that doesn't do much technology. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. So so uh, uh, he's done a good job there. But no, he's done a good job, and we're excited to have him and the young, excitable kids and kid and it's been fun what uh you know you mentioned that we talked about this a little or we take a little shift here um off season and things like that um you know the greenbacks had a couple losses this 
this off season, um, pillars of really the greenback, you know, community and Dick Anderson and Jason May. Um, how much did that, or just, I mean, can you reflect on that at all or, uh, speak yeah. on that at all? Uh, yeah. you know, I hate to shift the mood there, but sure. I, I did want to ask no. you about it. Um, mm-hmm. just being, you know, Dick was probably still calling games when, Sure. Your first, was my first, first year, year here, yeah. and, 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 um, it was a constant and Jason, presence. you know, in the booth for gosh, I don't know how, how many, many years, years he did it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, just yeah. you know, two voices yeah, uh, that people associated with Greenback football, Greenback sports. Um, I just I wanted to get your thoughts sure. on this first um, show, kind of great people. First of all, um, you know, great people that left a legacy in Pratt. Um, I think I think you saw that by by how many people have talked about them, celebrated them. Um, you know, Jason obviously impacted so many people as a principal and assistant principal um, doing the voice. You know, Jason was at every wrestling tournament. Um, you know, he did. The, he was he was the PA announcer for us for so many years. And and, and you know, and, and Dick was a pillar and, and there weren't bigger Greenback fans than those two. And so anytime you you lose people like that, um, there's always going to be. And, and it's not going to be filled easily. And I think that. They're way on us. We got, uh, you'll see them on Friday night. You know, we got helmet stickers for each of them with their initials on them. Um, all of our kids will have them on the back of their helmets as a way to honor those guys and, and the impact that they've made on our community and our program. Um, I think it's, a, it's as much as we could do to honor them. Um, you know, it'll be weird for me, for Dick. You know, he, he would, <laughs> I would turn around in the weight room and Dick would be right there. Uh, middle of the day. The same thing happened to me How in, my, in, my, in the kitchen at yeah. Legends. I'd, the front doors would be locked, and I'd turn around, and Dick was in the back door. Hey, <laughs> yeah. go, we got we got Lorna this week. What? Yeah. You know? yeah. And <laughs> we're going to be in Monday night for what, the coaches' show. On? And then uh, <laughs> I'll never forget Hoisington. He was like, man, I'm excited. And, and Dick caught He's like, I got a feeling. I got a feeling this year. He's like, we're going to take it. And I remember that before the Hoisington game, he was down there. He's like, well, I don't know. You know, and Dick, you know, the only Dick's voice, you can't, can't replicate that. And he's like, I don't think I'm supposed to be down there, but whatever. They're going to kick me off. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> yeah uh, Free game. He came down in the middle of pregame and started talking. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, Dick was a guy who was uh, – you want to talk about a Greenback supporter who supported all of our kids in athletics through and through and everything. I mean, that guy – I know this. If, if you were a Greenback, he wasn't going to say a bad word about you. You know, Dick was relentlessly positive and, and such a pillar for our kids. And, and then the same with Jason, you know um, – you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to my first year coach Grant as a senior, and then man, he was a great kid, fantastic kid, and uh, just just seeing how much Jason impacted so many people, and you know the size of his funeral, and and hearing kids talk about him and, and the impact and some of the stuff he said, you know, I, a community it's really hard to replace one of those guys, much less two of them. Um, but I think you know we we talk about sometimes honor through effort, you know honor those people with the effort you give, not just on the football field, but in life and, and how you represent this community because this community, they were so proud to be a part of. Yeah. And we were, we were fortunate to have them. You know, Absolutely. Was, they were, yeah. Two great people that, yeah. like you said, pillars of the greenback community. Um, to move off of that a little bit, Austin, um, you're going in year two yeah. as the voice of the greenbacks now. Yeah. Um, How's it been for you as a, you know, to shift the focus a little bit from Brent here, how's it been for you as, as the voice of the Greenbacks well, to, I, you know, yeah, I got to tell to you experience uh, this community that we all talk so much about. It's been, 
actually more incredible than I could have possibly imagined. Um, and you talking about how much of an impact Dick made on this community. He was like the first person that welcomed me into this community. And we went and met Cody immediately and, and kind of became a part of this. Um, over the summer, I actually got offered to move on and you do, told me that uh, I, I did. Uh, I wasn't uh, going to mention that. But <laughs> if you go, go yeah. Ahead. So I, I got offered to be the voice of Coffeeville community college, um, big football program as, as Brent knows and, and everyone around the nation really knows. And, um, that community college and be a part of that, um, community and their high school stuff as well. But over this past year in Pratt, it's been incredible, truly incredible um, for everyone that's welcomed me in and um, year one and how awesome it was and how successful all the teams seem to be. Um, Dick gave me a lot of crap about that. He's like, well, we had some terrible years and you come in and look at how well we're doing. And <laughs> that sounds uh, so like Dick. Yeah. Everything, <laughs> he's like, everything sounded so great. And um, it, it was amazing. And this community has been great as well. And all the different aspects of my job, um, continues to grow and grow. And what I've been doing in the past year, I have three different jobs now. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun and, and people like yourself and so many others in the greenback community and the beavers as well have been incredible. So I'm very excited for year two, yeah. as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, and then we're lucky to have both you guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun listening on, you know, there's, there's times where I'll, I'll be watching film on Saturday mornings and I'll, I'll just play your guys audio from, from uh, Friday night, just because, because well, first I got to hear if Cody says anything about me on it. Cause I never know what he's going to do, and then, and then know if I'm prepared for a joke the next week. Um, and then, then, I didn't know, have any guys, this week. For I know, you. I know. It's pretty light. I, I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> and, and but but then you guys do an incredible job, and the excitement you brought, and, and our kids love to listen to it, and 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 uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. I know I've heard so many compliments and throughout throughout all of the seasons on, on you guys on the radio, and it's. It's it's a lot of fun right now. Oh, good, good. Thank hey, uh, speaking on accomplishments and things like that, uh, li I know last year you guys did like practice player of the week, things like that. Have you started that, or did that yet. not start not until after, started, week started after week one? Okay, I was we gonna ask give, you. We did just give an honorary, and mainly because he begged me too much. And it's, if you know Max, you know how he is. But he did. If you notice, we had a reverse play once, and Max hit and when we were playing Cimarron. Not one, but two. He flat back two guys on the same play. Um, flat back to both of them, and the second one was a was a kill shot hit, and so he begged me. He's like, "That's got to be a hit." So we're we're making a hit stick for him. You know, we do the hit of the week with the hit stick. We do and whatever. Um, have we ever brought one of those in here? We should bring one. Of those I don't think we have. I've seen it the looks hit pretty stick. awesome. Is oh, it looks there, pretty awesome. Is it's there engraved. any? Anything new for this year, other than what you did last year? Any new hit sticks or players of the week nope, or things nope, like just that? that. I mean, sticking we'll, with, we'll, we'll sticking stick with, with that. Okay. Um, um, you know, and then the, the hit stick. The kids want that. It's a big stick, and it. You know, they engrave uh, – Mr. Rector does a great job. They engraves their name on it. Um, you know, Greenback football, it says the date, uh, who we were playing, all that stuff. So it's kind of a cool keepsake for him. You know, we have a laser engraver at high school. He does all that. And awesome. So, that is so cool. They, they really like that cool. a lot. That's um, what We used to have the stick of the yeah. week, you know, when yeah. we were in school. And it was like, if you got that, I mean, I've still got a couple of them up at Lit yep. I didn't even get them. Uh, they were my old brother, <laughs> Bo. But uh, I was more of a finesse guy. <laughs> still are. Still are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it, it was fun. It was fun. Um, I don't think I got anything else. Austin, you got anything for Coach Holding before we head into week one versus Larned? Now that you've watched so much film on them and, and things, do you kind of have a, a keys to, to get victory number one of the season? You know, it's always hard because, uh, just like us, you don't show everything in a jamboree. Right. You know? um, I think the biggest key defensively, we've got to get lined up right and play fundamentally sound. Um, you know, they do a lot of motion. Last year they do a lot of motion, sneak someone out backside. Got to stay home. 
got to stay home. We got to rush in lanes because their quarterback is athletic. And they've got right. some athletes that'll hurt us. And then I thought the biggest bugaboo the other night was we can't fall for double moves in the secondary. You know, we we got to stay back. We've got to read our keys, and and a lot of that helps if our D line gets pressure. Um, so I think that's going to be the key defensively is playing fundamentally sound. I think that's big, big for us getting lined up and playing fundamentally sound. And then offensively, I think um, bringing it to them physically. Because um, when we can develop, you know, when we can start our run game, then everything else goes off of that. If we can't get started getting downhill, then we have trouble establishing everything else. But I, I think the big key is getting downhill, getting a hat on a hat. And, you know, we, we pride ourselves in wearing people down physically over the course of four quarters. So I, I think that's key. Come out, uh, you know, punch them in the mouth. It's home. Everyone's going to be excited. Hopefully we're going to have a big crowd out there. Um, and well, we so will. I think our kids, and that's part of it too, managing emotions week one. You know, how are you going to manage emotions? How are you going to play? Are you going to calm down? And, and you know, just, just that sort of deal. So I, I think we're looking forward to that. And, and I know our kids are really, really excited to go hit someone else and, and, and put it put on a show for a crowd. And uh, some new unis being unveiled. New tomorrow, unis, yes. Ooh, yes. I don't know if we want to give it away. Or go ahead. You, you know, you did can, you want to talk well, about it? Or, the kids wanted yeah, to wait. Come out Unveiling. Friday night. Didn't unis, yeah, didn't really wear them excited. at the Jamboree. Did not. But, haven't striped uh, our helmets. Uh, we do... We do decals with dads, you know, or moms, significant others. Tomorrow night's kind of a fun thing we started. Um, so we'll, we'll have parents come in, you know, mom, dad, uh, whoever, a guardian, brother, um, someone that means something to the kids. They can pick who it is. They'll come in, and after our team meal tomorrow night, we'll all go down to the weight room. We'll all stripe our helmets together, put the new put the new stripes on. We change color a little colors a little bit just to to a more of a gold school color instead of the chrome. Um, that I think really pops with our new uniforms. So our kids love them. Uh, they're excited. Ooh. They're excited to unveil them on uh, on Friday night. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward I to it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be fun. <laughs> like I said, it's week one of football. Yeah. We've been waiting nine, ten months yeah. for this. Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's it's in the air, and we're we're excited yes. for it and uh, ready to roll Friday night. So Coach Holting, appreciate you coming in as always. We'll do it again next week and recap uh, you guys. what hopefully is a big win versus Florida. We got That's close we to hope. the scoring record last year. Um, I, I've, I've been so reminded of that a yeah, couple I, times. I'm just saying. You we know, scored 50 in the first half last yeah. year. And I, I've been reminded a couple times. Yeah, me and Simon were in the booth rooting for it and yeah. just thought, God, come on. Yeah, I've but, been reminded. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, Friday night, Zerger Field. It's going to be a good one. Coach Holting, Austin, thanks. thanks appreciate Joey. it. Until next week. Thanks, guys.